Where is Grand Admiral Thrawn? That's the question we've all been asking ourselves since that famous line in Mandalorian Season 2. But what has he actually been up to since the destruction of the Empire and his mention in Mando? We break that all down in this episode. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. We know that Thrawn will be the main motivator of the Ahsoka series, but we want to dive deep into what that actually means in the show, as well as we have some details on some rumored Star Wars original trilogy short film projects that are coming up. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. First off, I want to dive deep into the Star Wars original trilogy short film projects okay. that we might be getting. Yeah, what's this about? This is from some somewhat reputable sources around Lucasfilm. This comes from Sean O'Rourke, who says, I am hearing a rumor of a new Disney Plus series announcement coming at Star Wars Celebration of a series of short films with Luke, Han, and Leia. They also use a series of hashtags, which I find very fascinating, and that is hashtag CGI, hashtag deepfake technology, as well as Disney Plus. So when I first heard this, I was like, okay animated thing right but no. what they are specifically saying is more than likely we'll see some of the technology used in the mandalorian as well as the rise of deepfake technology and from what we've heard rumblings of lucasfilm and ilm do have a series of internal resources around deepfake technology that they use for stuff like luke skywalker in the mandalorian or princess leia in Right. The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Or Harrison Ford in the new Indiana Jones movie. True. Uh, okay. Hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and these are specifically short, a series of short films. So I don't necessarily think we'll have to see them for an entire series or movie, which is good. By only um, interest, <laughs> I guess I'll say, in this would be how far the technology has come mm -hmm. from the first time that we saw, or not necessarily the first time, but from seeing Luke in the Mandalorian like how it are just they feels so weird yeah anytime like... he was on it wasn't even Mandalorian I, I, I totally forgot about this it's, he was actually in Book of Boba Fett mm. which is so strange to think about yeah yeah he was like I just connect that to Mandalorian but uh -huh. it's actually Book of Boba Fett huh but even at the end of that, mm -hmm. what, second season of Mando? Yeah, I mean, Grogu goes, goes right. away to it. Yeah, and then I we mean, see we were all just like, ugh! Yeah, um, end of season two, it's just like, oh, that doesn't yeah, look good. And it, then it, it got a lot better in Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I would agree. So I'd just be curious to see mm -hmm. it, how, like, how they keep stepping it up. Yeah. What's weird is they constantly insist on having the original actors... Hmm. act it out yeah and then they have a stand-in actor that recreates that performance and then they deep fake that stand-in actor's performance i guess that's one way to do it uh-huh it seems super clunky to me mm -hmm. but i think they want to replicate the performance of what mark hamill would do in those situations as luke skywalker right. but i think it's so weird that they're like yeah we have to have him here yeah, it's like, why, why not just, I mean. I love Mark Hamill, he's great, but like, it doesn't seem necessary if they're just going to replace him uh, two ways. Uh-huh. And like, that's why they're actors, you know? Like, they mm -hmm. know how to get into the mind frame yeah, of body. these other people, even if they're alive or not, you know? Like, it, it <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, short stories. Yeah. I, so we've got 
Tales of the Jedi, mm-hmm. that I think is the closest that we've gotten to something like this in the new Disney wave in terms of short films, uh, as well as like Star Wars Visions as well, because those are all yeah. individual short films or animated shorts is kind of how they put it. But we haven't gotten anything live action mm-hmm. in terms of short films. And maybe this is something that they want to implement that's lower budget, that expands on the original trilogy, because it seems like they're wanting to bring more people to the original trilogy, showcase those characters more, as well as getting a deeper understanding and fleshing it out, like they did with Ahsoka, like they did with Count Dooku in The Tales of the Jedi. So I think that may be something that they're looking at doing, and that's why they're looking at, okay, let's see what we can do. What does a short film look like? set in the original trilogy with these original trilogy characters. Right. What, what does that even look like? I have concerns, though, just with them saying short stories. Because everything yeah. that I've seen that's been a short story has just been a little lackluster. It's been hollow. Uh-huh. Um, and honestly, I feel like Star Wars doesn't do well with mm. short like yeah, <laughs> the, it's either it's got to be something epic, like it's got to be something big that we're building upon, sort of thing, um, or at least have some through line. Or <sighs> so I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about short stories and with characters mm-hmm. who is it bad to say that they've had their day? I. I would say, I don't think it's a bad thing to say they've had their day. They literally have. They had freaking 35, 40 years of, I think it's like over 40, close to 50 years uh, of the spotlight Mm -hmm. around the original trilogy. And we're still getting moments in the original trilogy. Most of the video games are set around the original trilogy. Like we have the Legends content. We have all of this content around the original trilogy. So I I think that they've definitely had their moment. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting that they'd want to go back to that mm-hmm. when I think a lot of people would want more of like if they said we're going to do a short film series of short films that's going to be like Anakin and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. I think we'd have a much different conversation mm-hmm. than we're having right now yeah like, oh it's so. really this, this is strange because huh. the actors are still there right they're still there yeah. we've seen them in Obi-Wan like they've they've shown interest in it you could totally see that happening I, in terms of a storytelling perspective I agree with you entirely that I don't necessarily think Star Wars with the current leadership that they're in, does short films very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, my biggest my biggest gripe with the Count Dooku stuff is we didn't get enough of it. It mm-hmm. felt like, okay, we knew that. We knew that, especially the Ahsoka stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. we already knew all of this, and yeah. it just adjusted it from what we knew. It changed it and made it worse, ultimately. Like, they didn't, it didn't really add anything. Yeah. It just is there. It's like you made a meal a snack when I'm still hungry, you know? Yeah. Like- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or something. Like it didn't it didn't improve upon what we already have. Mm-hmm. It just made what we already have. It's like a garnish. Yeah. Yeah. It's there it's for like, color. Do you eat it? Like what do you do with it? Uh-huh. Do you just put it to the side? It, what yeah. what what is it, this it for? It adds to the look of the meal, mm-hmm. but it doesn't add to like the flavor or any like make you full or anything mm-hmm. like that. Is this just to entice you to think, mm-hmm. ooh, this is a lot more than I what I thought it was gonna be? Like is this just to make it more appealing for yeah. the people who don't know Star Wars? I have to assume so. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, here's something bite-sized that I can watch yeah. that will get me in- started into Star Wars. Okay. Mm-hmm. But all of us fans are just kind of left with... I want, I want like the deep meat of the, yeah. the story. Like, I yeah. do want more of those deeper dives. And if yeah. they can do that in the short-form context, totally down for that. I'm just doubtful that they can. Yeah. I just haven't seen anything. And I kind of would want them to do something, put that effort into something else that they can really dive deeper into, mm-hmm. like more Bad Batch. Right. Or... More of that thing or whatever, like 
more prequel trilogy content like Mm -hmm. would love to see stuff like that but it's not confirmed yet either so Mm -hmm. take that with a grain of salt this is just something that's rumored to be happening that they may just be developing internally to test out their deepfake context exactly that's kind of my Mm -hmm. thought is that this is really just their excuse to work on the technology that's that Mm -hmm. they're Processing. Yeah, maybe it releases, maybe it doesn't, but it's something that they can exercise and say, oh yeah, we've been developing and working with it. Because it's very different to develop something to be used and then actually using that thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's always good. I mean, that's why Pixar makes shorts. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's just that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I would be going into it with if it, if it is something that's actually happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just be going in there for the technology that they can do. Yeah. To see what that's like, you know, like that's mm-hmm. that's what I'd be. The future of these characters in TV shows or movies. Right. Uh, switching gears a bit. We have, speaking of Mandalorian, all the good stuff going on there. Mandalorian season three is coming up very shortly. Ooh. But also rumored to come out later this year is the Ahsoka series. And I want to talk specifically on Thrawn. Mm. Thrawn, very, very big fan favorite character. We're big fans of Thrawn here. The next audiobook that I'll be getting after the Jedi Survivor one, of course, will be the Thrawn series, and I'll be detailing that as well. But Thrawn, big guy, huge, a lot of depth, a lot of background. And I want to specifically talk about how will Thrawn show up Mm -hmm. in the Ahsoka series. Mm, yes. Because we have a lot of stuff with the lore and legends and how he went off after the fall of the Empire, basically. He went off and continued his efforts in di- varying different parts of the galaxy and legends. Obviously, now that we see this in the new canon, it's very different. But in legends, he went off on his own and kept on his escapades and trying to win over specific areas or going against specific planets and races to build his own little empire as well Mm. as take his own victories. Mm. And then we also see an alternate version of that, even within Legends, where he goes back to the empire at the time, or basically whatever was the opposite of the New Republic. Mm. And he does go back he, he comes back from the unknown galaxy, and that's where he comes back from. After a number of years, he co- goes to the unknown regions and comes back and basically goes against the New Republic instead of helping them, which mm. there was a lot of push and pull in terms of getting Thrawn on their side. <laughs> of course, I mean, he's a freaking mastermind when oh it comes gosh. to strategy. Yes. That is very different from what we know of this Thrawn in canon. What we've seen in Rebels, what we've seen in the books, and now what we'll see in Ahsoka. In preparing to see a, another Thrawn, pretty much, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think of what his motivation is. Like, what is it that Thrawn would be wanting to achieve right now mm-hmm. when things seem pretty dire in his situation? Like, things are overthrown. What is his place in the galaxy right now? Mm-hmm. What is his motivation? Do you have a Do you have a guess? I wonder. Um, I think a lot of his motivation within the Empire was the rise of power and going through the ranks. And he has his own way about of doing things as well as capturing different moments and different parts of the galaxy. Yeah. Very strategic in terms of the, the Chiss ascendancy as well as the, the Chiss race and their history around that. So he definitely carries a lot of their expectations into that workforce and into the Empire. But I, th- I wonder what his with the fall of the empire what his motivation is like is it 
to continue that. I doubt it because yeah. that was a lot of, okay, what is the way to rise through the ranks and get more power to do what I want? Well, it's to do what Palpatine needs done. Mm-hmm. And his goal was to conquer the galaxy. Mm. And standard Thrawn was very <laughs> successful at that uh, until the Empire failed. And he was definitely way up there in rank and was a huge, a lot of people looked to him for his skills and leadership. Mm -hmm. But I think ultimately, like, he's probably waiting until his next moment comes Mm -hmm. about, building up his skills, building up his control in the unknown regions and seeing what the heck is going to happen. Yeah. There's ultimately no way that he's just sitting on a beach somewhere. Yeah, no. This man is has to How put his brain somewhere. Blue? I know. It's true. You just get darker blue? I guess so. Green? <laughs> <laughs> Purple? No. Man, I would imagine that Thrawn is I would imagine that Thrawn is just mathematically like calculating this oh, whole yeah. time and be thinking like All well, right. He knows he knows Ahsoka's is looking for him. Mm. The strategic mind of Thrawn I feel like wouldn't be too frazzled by knowing mm-hmm. that someone's coming after him. Yeah. He's already thinking five steps ahead, uh-huh. thinking like, okay. Well, so, if Ahsoka does this, then I'm going to do this. And if Ahsoka does this, I'm going to do this. I think he's even beyond that. Oh, it's yeah. like, no, here's what I want. Mm-hmm. She's over here. Okay, sure, fine. This is how we're going to do this. And then I'll just thwart her this way over yeah. here. Like, we'll just let her go and run that little rabbit trail that I've set mm-hmm. up for her. I feel like Thrawn is seeing an opportunity here where it's like, uh, this universe is in turmoil and I need to restore order. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like his goal is order. Yeah. He wants everything in its place and why not try and take control of that, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think we're going to see a Thrawn who is even more power hungry. Yeah. um, But looking for more um, support in the outer Mm -hmm. unknown. Yeah. And... We also have to think taking into account Moff Gideon's perspective, because mm. that is how Ahsoka finds out the location of Theron. Mm. So obviously there's been some dialogue between them on what they need to do. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's where it comes into. So I, um, we're going into a lot of the gray area with Star mm-hmm. Wars right now because we don't know what the heck the Empire's up to. Obviously, they had this a massive amount of control. The galaxy is very different. There's still lots of areas within the galaxy that are very much of the Empire mindset. Mm -hmm. We see that in The Mandalorian. We see that in Book of Boba Fett. We see this in all the different areas that we've seen so far. But we don't know what the inner workings are. Like, how does the rest of the galaxy approach this dying Empire? Mm -hmm. As well as the Empire trying to gain new footing, almost? Yeah. Because there are certain areas that are, like, still operating with the knowledge that the Empire is still there. Like, they're so out there. That they don't have consistent communication when the Empire was there, so maybe they don't even realize that the Empire's gone. Yeah, I think Thrawn is just seeing an opportunity for power and is like, mm-hmm. sign me up, I'm here, <laughs> yes, worship me, I am amazing, and uh, I've got a big brain. So Yeah, big brain boy. Big brain boy. <laughs> I think it's interesting to talk about, but... Uh, is there anything in like Rebels that would like get some of that perspective back? Like, what was he doing towards the end of Rebels? So obviously he like just disappeared, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's difficult for me anyway to think about like 
because I guess that's why I led with like what is his goal like mm-hmm. what is his motivation because it did seem like he was just trying to get powerful but also um I think he just really enjoyed having people at his back you yeah know? like to lead into these strategies mm-hmm. and like the man just likes a giant chessboard yeah so oh seriously <laughs> So I feel like that's what he's going to try and recreate. Um, mm-hmm. As far as rebels go, it'll be it'll be interesting. I wonder. The thing with Thrawn in Rebels was that it seemed like because he was so brilliant and mm-hmm. just so strategically like sound, um, <laughs> the rebels really didn't stand a chance, and it was always something supernatural almost mm. that would help them. Uh, or even hurt them, but also yeah. help them um, at the same time. And I wonder, Here I just... comes Thrawn. Oh, look, the Force has saved us. Exactly. Like, I wonder if they're going to play into that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something that we just really haven't seen. Yeah. Especially in live action Star Wars. So that's kind of where I'm wondering if they're going to take this. Like, mm-hmm. is Ahsoka going to band up with some crazy bendu like character or something or the or, skeleton crew where there's the a series crew. of what is it like three or four force sensitive children lost in the unknown regions possibly right. yeah i'm curious to know what's what that's going to be all about well, i think there was some bit of news relatively recently that there was more connections between ahsoka and the skeleton crew than was originally uh thought mm. that there's going to be more tie-ins between those two properties than interesting any of us were really aware huh. of so i totally think our theory where ahsoka and the skeleton crew do cross paths at least yeah. or skeleton crew and thrawn cross paths and therefore ahsoka and the skeleton crew mm-hmm. through cross paths like something is going on there set around the same time as well as based around the same area of Star Wars, the unknown region. And more than likely, they're going to have some crossovers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't see how they won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thrawn's probably going to be a threat to them somehow. Yeah. And I don't know. I, it's just, it seems, well, you, yeah. it seems too easy for them to not, like, to include them. And uh-huh. to, it would be, like, difficult to not include yeah. all of that going on. You know Thrawn has <laughs> systems in place to see who the heck is coming into the Unknown regions mm-hmm. because it's not mapped in the Star Wars mm-hmm. galaxy. Like, there's only so many people that just choose to go to the Unknown regions. Yeah. And I would assume Thrawn wants to know who those people are. Well, wants to know who those people are and just wants the upper hand. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to be like... Don't worry, guys. I already have this all mapped out. Like yeah. it just- <laughs> They're going to come from here. And we exactly. We have these sensors over here. Yep. And don't worry. You're going to get disabled and we'll be able to get them knocked out if they're coming our way. While I was in the Empire, I actually dedicated 10 plus years of my life to study the outer, the yeah. unknown. It's like, that's just, that's just Thrawn. Like, that's people. Yeah. I'm connected. I already, yeah. I got it. I totally this think is that's my the territory. Case. That's why he's going there is because he knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's there's definitely a crossover there, and there's definitely a way that Thrawn 
knows what is going to happen and knows how to make it happen. And then Ahsoka is going to use her uh, like force sensitivity as well as her deeper connection to the force than many other Jedi mm-hmm. to kind of track him down as well as trying to see what ultimately she wants out of that. Yeah. I wonder also, I mean, kind of going back to like the spiritual supernatural side of things, in Rebels, there's a lot of like natural elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, like at the end, we've got Thrawn and Ezra going off into space. Yeah. Because of the uh, the the space whales. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like there's so many of these like natural elements that I'm curious if they're going to tie into. Or I if think this they is, have to. I th- like the only the regions. Basically, anything that can happen can happen, happen and probably will happen. Yeah. So, so we don't know what can't happen. We know what can't happen in the Star Wars galaxy, mm-hmm. but we have no idea what can and can't happen mm-hmm. in the unknown regions. No. Nope. Totally unexpected. Yeah. Which I think that's why it's so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But let us know your theories as well as what you think Thrawn is up to. Why is Ahsoka going after Thrawn and why is Thrawn preparing? What is What the heck is he doing? Let us yeah. know in the comments or contact uplinkpodcast.com. And also, hey, we have a website now, starwarsuplink.com. Then you can find the YouTube channel, links to Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all the places on that website, as well as when we are in Star Wars Celebration, we'll be doing a giveaway. So... Make sure you keep an eye out on that. It's going to be fun. Let us know your thoughts as well as, hey, leave us a review. Helps us out a ton and uh, really, really helps support the show. As always, thanks for listening and may the Force be with you. Wikipedia. They're gonna be a little pretentious My about something. Is Mithra Nudu. It's so great. He's like my favorite character. <laughs> Who? Eh? Mithra Nerudo. Don't you know who that is? If you don't, you're not a true fan. You're you're a fake Mithra Nerudo fan. <laughs> um obviously. Oh yeah. Fake fans call him Thrawn. <laughs> but us real fans, we call him Thrawn Naruto. Call him Mithy for sure. Mithy. Good old Mithy. <laughs> Such a Naruto fan. <laughs> <laughs>